Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome to our first podcast. I'm so pumped. Me too. This is the Soul Stylist podcast. And I'm Mish Jolie on Instagram. You know me as Melted by Mish. I'm Meg Moran, formerly on Instagram as Mega Hair Maniac. Yeah, and we're here. um, We're going to start with our first episode. on how we started in the industry we thought it was a really cool way to kind of do an intro and get to know you guys a little bit better yeah we really I feel like that it's really important for you know you guys to kind of get to know us before going into really anything else yeah so let's do it we uh have a bunch of questions here that um Meg came up with I came up with a few but it's mostly Meg um (laughs) so let's just go let's just Jump right in. Go ahead, Meg. Yeah. All right. So we, I kind of want to know, when did you know that you wanted to be a hairstylist? Like, what was your moment of, you know, I kind of want to do hair. <laughs> uh, mine was like kind of, I always call myself a late bloomer. So mine was kind of like a little bit later, not in life or anything like that. But like, I've talked to people who like knew from hair school or hair school, high school that they wanted to be um, hairstylists. And that was so not my story. Um, my, my story kind of starts with me uh, wanting, like in high school, I wanted to go to art school afterwards. That was my goal. That's kind of, you know, the only thing I could think of to do because, you know, I didn't want to do anything else, <laughs> like to be honest with you. I was really <laughs> creative and I was in art. And I actually interviewed at a fashion school, fashion design and um, like marketing and stuff like that. And then it didn't feel right. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to work retail for until I figure my, my shit out, basically. So I ended up uh, working at this job in the mall. And um, actually, the job was Hot Topic. <laughs> so <laughs> rock I mean, on. <laughs> like, you know, I'm sure you could picture like little mohawk mish over there but um (laughs) I would show up to work one day and my manager had called out and so the assistant manager wasn't there either so they had to call in another manager from another store and I don't even remember her name like this was so long ago but she was reading um this book and it was called Milady and it looked like a textbook and I was like what are you reading and she was like oh like I'm going to cosmetology school so this is like you know my cosmetology book and I was like whoa like I remember that book slow motion like everything (laughs) stopped for me and I was like holy crap I could that's what I want to do like I and I didn't it was so so dumb on my part because I had already been crazy about makeup I had already been crazy about hair I dyed my hair every color in the rainbow did crazy haircuts for me for my friends it totally made sense but I just never, it never dawned on me that that's what I can do. So weird, right? Right. Crazy. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how I first realized that I wanted to be a stylist. Uh, what about you? Well, I feel like mine is like a complete opposite of yours. Yeah. Like, so I, I was in high school. I always wanted to do people's hair. I did people's hair for prom. Um, I really thought I could do makeup. I thought I was so good at makeup. I was so shitty. I'm still <laughs> shitty. I can't do makeup at all. Um, I think but, you can. Um, 
even in school, like I loved, like, I'm not, I can't color, draw, paint, sing. I'm not creative in, in any of those ways, but in high school, I did like ceramics class and I loved it. And I was always a loner. I would just do it by myself. Yeah. And, um, I would get my hair colored by this stylist named Sarah at this little salon near like my grandma's house. Mm. And she, like, I was like every color in, in the rainbow as well. Like I had pink, I had red, I had black with like a white stripe in the front that, you know, I feel like that's when like the money piece came out, but it wasn't really a money piece. It was a stripe. <laughs> yeah. Was I like had a, that too. Yeah, it was like a seven inch straight yes, in front yeah. of my face with black hair, some pink underneath. Oh, and yeah. she was just really creative. She was always down to do it. And I really liked it. But when I was in high school, I really wanted to be a writer, actually. I wanted to be like a publicist or like, you know, go into some sort of writing. But That's like, really cool. That was kind of like my muse. And then even before that, like, even when I was probably like, probably between like eight and like 13, I was obsessed with learning sign language. Like I oh got my like God. so Dude, that's much so stuff. weird because I always wanted to learn sign language too. Yeah. No, Whoa, like we should my, do that someday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my mom's best friend, her mom was deaf. So every time we'd go over there and like, if my mom and her best friend were hanging out, they would leave us with their, her deaf mom. So, like, it just was really intriguing. I felt that it was, like, just so empowering to do that. Yeah. And I just – I wanted to do – Exactly. Like, I wanted to do that so bad. But then in high school, I got into writing a lot. And I loved English class. It was my favorite. But then, you know, I quickly realized that I'm really shitty at school. Like, I can't take tests. I don't have the cognitive memory to memorize anything. I can read a page and forget it in a second. I'm just, like, not good at that. So quickly, I was like, I can't really do college. It's not for me. Um, so I was like, you know, I've always loved doing hair. So I'm going to go do hair. So I, two weeks after I graduated high school, I went to cosmetology school and, and never looked back. That's awesome. That's really cool yeah. that you knew that. It, it took me a little bit longer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually, like opposite of you, like I was really good at school. And I like didn't have to study for tests. And I would just like take them and like do pretty well, like, it wasn't like I was an A plus student or whatever. Ugh, like I, I, apologies test three oh times. Oh my god, dude! I honestly, <laughs> but that's how I was with math. Like I was like pretty much on the honor roll until high school math came along, and then I was like, oh no, I can't oh, do, yeah. I can't skate yep. by anymore. I'm just like you know counting <laughs> on my number or my fingers. It's not, it's it's not two plus two exactly. Anymore. So when I I had like um a really like hard time in high school. I had like a death in the family and it was my grandma who I was really, really close to. And at that point, I think I was 16. No, I I think I was 16 or 17. And I was like, this sucks. And I got, and we, like, I talk about this a lot on my Instagram that I, you know, suffer from depression, but that's when it kind of got real bad. And so that's when I started, like, not really being super into school. So kind of like you, I was like, I don't – I'm not doing really well. And I actually ended up dropping out when I was 18. So – and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. But especially at that point, I was like, well, if I am going to go to college, then I'm going to have to, like, recover all this crazy stuff. So that's why I was like, let me, you know, let me take a break and – figure out what I want to do. And thank God I ended up um, 
I ended up getting my GED, I think even before my, my actual class graduated, which was kind of weird, but I turned 18 before, like I was like an older person in my grade. So I ended up um, being able to kind of graduate early, get my GED, and then I started hair school at about, I want to say I started like a year after that. So like 19 years old. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was kind of like the same way in high school. Like I was super depressed. I didn't have many friends. I didn't trust anybody. I hung out by myself. Yeah. Like at like graduation by myself. Like it was just like a, I just could not wait to get out of high school and just like go forward with my life with like a new fresh start of something that I knew was going to like be super motivating for yeah. me. That's awesome. That's so cool that you, even though you were going through that, you still graduated. Did you have... Like, was your family super supportive, like, getting you through, like, school and stuff, or? Um, not really. Like, um, I kind of, so, like, my mom was a single mom, and she worked, like, five jobs. Like, she would work from 8 in the morning to, like, 9, 10, 11 yeah. at night. And so I basically, like, raised myself ever since I was probably in elementary school, honestly. Like, I would walk to school, walk home cook my dinner which would be like toast and pretty much bread or cheese uh-huh. or I whatever picture you, I like, had applesauce Matilda. <laughs> like just walking in the library yes but yes <laughs> yes for sure but not definitely not in like the living conditions I mean I was never like in like a big house or and I was always in like this tiny little apartment that was kind of like run down and shitty but you know it was a roof over my head and my mom had to do what she had to do and I respected that yeah. But I definitely, like, just had to grow up myself. Um, Nobody ever really helped me with my homework. But I was always, like, kind of good at doing it because for some reason I always wanted to, like, you know, prove to myself I could do it. And, you know, not really hanging out with a lot of people and doing anything after school. It kind of gave me the only thing to do. But I could could see you, like, you're you're very much, like, a self-starter. Like, you're you're very, you're very driven, which is cool. Yes. I I have that um, thing. I don't know what it's called, but I have that thing where I have like, I mean, it's kind of like ADD, like it's for sure ADD, <laughs> but like, it's, it's hard for me to like focus on things that aren't, um, that, that I'm not like interested in, if that makes any sense. Sorry if you just heard my dog yeah. and my cat fighting. Um, yeah. So like, it's hard for me to focus on things that I'm not interested in. Like it still is to this day. So I'm like, just lucky that I found hair because I feel like it kind of saved me and it gave me gave me something to like you know work towards and and focus on so like when you got to cosmetology school did you have some kind of like moment of like this is really what I wanted to do because I feel like so many people in cosmetology school like they drop like flies they're like this is hard this isn't for me this isn't what I pictured like what was like your like kind of moment in cosmetology school that you were like I have to keep doing this this is what I'm meant to do uh, I don't know if, like, I necessarily had, like, a, like one moment that I was, like, whoa, like, whatever, like, this is for me, but, like, it just was very interesting to me from day one, and I just felt like, like, and I'm not saying this to, to be full of myself or anything, but I just had, like, a natural talent, like, from the beginning, and I think that it had to do with, like, always doing like art painting like being creative and I just kind of did that with hair and actually I 
I would always get in trouble by my teachers because they would, you know, yell at me and say, you're not taking small enough sections for your um, haircut or you're doing this. And I'm like, yeah, but like, like I'm, I'm creating like my own like way. <laughs> and I would like, oh yeah, no, I was the same way uh, in cosmetology school. All my teachers hated yeah, me. Yeah, no, I, I used to get in trouble all the time because I always would break the rules and, and kind of like make my, <laughs> create my own way. I don't know. It was weird. Exactly. But I did have this weird moment where I actually ended up getting kicked out of cosmetology school and it wasn't anything to do with me it was it had to do with like um my parents uh filing their taxes or something and they were like oh like we can't see like if you're getting like your you know student loans so like it it was this whole crazy thing so I was so upset and so depressed when that happened that you know and it took my parents like a little while to get their stuff together to kind of like get that done but like the school was like if you don't come back within a certain amount of like three months or something like that like if you don't come back within three months like you're losing all your hours and you have to start over and I was like oh my god like no there's no way no way there's no way so I was like so driven to like fix this situation get started again and just kind of like go work really hard to get back into it because I was like no I can't lose this so maybe that was my moment where I was just like oh my god I'm about to lose this and I can't because this is the only thing I have so I was like this is what I need to do yeah what about for you what was your did you have like a a moment like that yeah I mean like I feel like I was kind of the same way like I was always like you know listening to what they were saying but doing shit what I wanted you know how I wanted not really waiting for like my teacher to come over and check my sectioning I was like girl I got this (laughs) like and not in like a cocky way but just like yeah I I kind of just knew I just felt like I was doing the right thing oh yeah you definitely have like that natural talent for it too I'm a I'm a very like hands-on learner like I could watch you do something and then I'll do it and it's just yeah you like figure it out you know yeah yeah But, like, there was this moment in cosmetology school that I feel like I can't remember the name of the guy that was speaking about it. But he had um, a moment in cosmetology school where he was on the floor. He was doing um, this woman's hair, you know, someone that came in for the, you know, cut or color. And um, they, you know, had a great conversation. He was, like, very welcoming, very you know, in touch with what she needed and kind of just giving her that self-esteem that she needed. And I guess like, you know, they left, everything was great. And he got a letter, uh, like a week later, I could be wrong on the timeline. So if you know the story, then, you know, you know, but, uh, like a week later, he got a letter from this woman saying that she was getting her hair done to, look good because she was going to go home and kill herself so that moment for me was just like it literally like it's still like knife in my heart like I can just feel you know how life-changing this career is and just like no I just you know you just never know like yeah like (laughs) it's kind of it's just it's wild you don't know who's in your chair why they're getting their hair done, what their day's been like, what their year's been like, what their home life's like, what their work life is, you know, like anything that's going on in their head mentally um, or physically, but like those moments of them in your chair and you taking care of them 
and just making them feel amazing, just not on the outside, but really getting in touch with like their inside, you know, with their soul, with everything. Yes. That was really like what makes me give my all to all my clients. Like I don't, I don't hold back. Like I always make sure they're good. You know, like I always make sure they're happy in my chair and they leave happy and they just, you know, they're okay. But like, that was kind of like my big thing, but like, you were like, wow, I also changed lives. Yes, exactly. Like, it wasn't just hair anymore. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just making this, like, cool thing. So, you know, like, I'm not just doing hair. So what happened? Like, did the lady say, like, oh, like. Like, yeah, she, so she said because of him, she didn't do it because she felt like she had a purpose. Like, she felt, like, so, like, needed to be in this world because of him. Like, they had some sort of, like, conversation as far as, like, you know, it just made her feel like everything will be wow. better. You know, this is just, this is just like a little milestone. Like this is a hump I will get over. And yeah, it was so just, she, he kind of like just made her feel good. And he just made her feel so good. Not even just on the outside, but on the wow. inside. That's yeah. so and it was freaking awesome. Yeah. It was just crazy. It was crazy. And like, you know, like a lot of my friends in cosmetology school, like, Granted, I had, like, two. Oh, yeah, um, same. <laughs> but, like, but like one of them, like, quit because, like, he was just, like, I can't. Like, this just isn't for me, I don't think. Yeah. And, you know, I had my one friend with me. We were, like, you know, the, like, bad kids in the school. Like, not really giving a shit about anybody or anything. And just doing our own thing and not really following rules. And I did get suspended from cosmetology school. And I didn't – that didn't make me want to quit. But it made me want to transfer schools because of the school yeah. I was at. I just felt like it wasn't a good fit. But I didn't. And then I graduated. And nobody, like, I mean, nobody gave me any recognition for graduating like they normally do for their other um, students. <laughs> but that was okay. <laughs> they were like, okay, Meg, go. <laughs> they were like, fucking clock out and leave. <laughs> we don't ever, ever want to oh, remember God, you. No. Um, but like after that, I was kind of just like, I felt like such a like sense of relief to get out of there and just like really do hair. Awesome. Yeah. That's an, that's an awesome story. I love that. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty shitty cosmetology school experience. Uh, yeah. But like, I don't, at the end of the I, day, I didn't have the best cosmetology school experience. Cause I mean, I had no. like, I had a lot of like hard time. I mean, I had a hard time like getting to school. It was crazy. But no. But oh yeah, like, and then having to work after. Yeah, yeah I had. I was. Um, yeah. I was full time. I had already moved out of my house, and I was. Same. You were on your own too. Yeah. Yep. I was on my own, like living in this, like. Um, actually, I was living at my cousin's house because her dad was like he had an extra room, and he was like you can live here like while you go to school, and I was like oh my god thank god, and I lived there, but I had to drive. Um, like an hour to school because I ended up transferring to a school in Torrington and um, in Torrington, Connecticut, for those of you that don't know what Torrington is. Um, <laughs> and it was an hour away. So I had to drive an hour there, an hour back and I worked full time. So I would go to school. Hopefully by nine, I got there on time, but normally I definitely did not get on, get there on time. And I would stay all the way until like maybe like four or like five, as long as I could. And then I had to drive an hour and get to work by like six and work till midnight. And it was just oh yes yeah, every single day. Yeah. So, you know, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was a waitress at that time and I just worked literally right when I got out till like 
you know, after it closed and then cleaning yeah. up and, and all of that. And that was a nightmare, especially, you know, going full time, nine to five, Tuesday through Saturday, yeah. like, and then, you know, rush hour traffic. Oh, yeah. I was late to work God. so much from coming all the way from oh, school same. that I got fired. Same. Oh, yeah. I, I walked in one day and they were like, Mish, dude. And I'm like, I'm only like <laughs> 10 minutes late, you know, like, and I'm like 19. Right. So I'm just like, oh, no. And then they were like, listen, dude, we have let you go. And I was like, oh. You're like, but no, not It again. ended up being a blessing in disguise. But at the time, I was like super bummed because I, right. you know, like yeah. being fired just is a lot of rejection. Oh, God. Yeah. But um, I ended up getting a job at uh, Macy's, which was funny because. so I worked at oh god what was it they had the only opening they had was like in housewares so like I like (laughs) knew nothing about any kind of housewares but I remember I got called into the office like probably it was probably like a few weeks after I started there because I was only like temporary there for the holiday season or whatever and she goes the manager she goes hey um how do you feel about throwing on a lab coat and like covering the um counter down at Clinique and I was like oh my god really and she's like oh my god why are you excited and I was like oh I like love <laughs> doing makeup like I'm like I'm going to hair school and I'm like basically like a makeup artist too and she was like stop there's an opening there and I was like what so that got me into doing makeup and then when I worked for Clinique I, I met some of the girls who worked directly next to me at the Mac counter and then I started working for Mac and that's what got me into doing, like, a lot more in the beauty industry. And, like, I got to do, like, weddings and stuff and, like, go to school. So it was actually, like, such a blessing because I probably would have stayed at that, like, I worked at a bookstore. I probably would have stayed there, like, <laughs> until, like, <laughs> I got a salon job or something. But I got introduced to the beauty right. industry early. And it was, like, actually really good to have that on your resume when you're trying to find a job later. Oh, yeah. No, for so sure. Cool. So um, I have a question for you next yeah because you I feel like you asked me all the questions okay so while we're talking about jobs what was your first job like in the hair slash beauty industry so I was a assist uh, I was an assistant I think it was like halfway through um, cosmetology school and that was just like real annoying, like seeing everybody do hair. I was just a receptionist. I didn't have my license. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know, being the person to answer the phones, rinse people's stuff. Like that's not what I signed up for. So you were not um, into being an assistant? No yeah. way at all. No. I was like, I need to do hair. Like I'm going to forget. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, a, I'm very forgetful. I'm going to forget how to, to forget do anything. <laughs> I was like I did not just waste like 12 13 months of my life to forget right, it all right. <laughs> um so I was a uh, assistant there and then I decided I wanted to uproot my life to Miami for some reason because I thought you know I needed to get away and you know isolate myself from everybody I knew and just do I hair there like I, I feel like I've been through that for sure Oh, yeah. And it was like the dumbest thing. I mean, I did like I moved there on a Monday, had no job. Um, On Wednesday, I went and filled out an application for the salon somebody recommended. And I like the owner, I guess, wasn't there. So I left, walked down like a block or two. They actually called me and was like, 
hey, um, whatever, she's, uh, the owner's here. Um, if you want to come back, she'd love to interview you. And I was like, okay. So I walked back there like a couple blocks back and I was kind of just walking around, going to give my resume to a bunch of salons over there. But I went back there and she was like, we had an interview. It was great. And she hired me and I was, I started Friday. Nice. I was like, everything's coming to place. This is awesome. And two weeks later, I found out I was pregnant. Oh, my God. So I was like, well, I, I thought my life was coming together. And clearly, you know, it's not. Well, you were meant for it is in a different way. Yeah, you were meant for it. Exactly. That, for sure. Exactly. So, you know, uh, I moved back home. Uh, my boyfriend at the time, well, I mean, right now, my boyfriend now, <laughs> but at the, at the time, but at the, ju- just to clarify, um, but at the time he wasn't with me because he had to have like a probation period at his job in order to transfer to the same company in Miami. So he had to wait 90 days of like literally showing up to work on time, staying and not calling out at all in order to transfer. So he had to do that in order to transfer, but you know, I didn't last 90 days because I was like, fuck, I'm pregnant all by myself. I have no friends, no family. I'm freaking out. I don't even know what pregnancy is. Like, oh my God. so I ended up moving back home like a month later. And while I was pregnant, I was like, I'm not going to do hair because I'm going to like, I don't want, I don't have a clientele. I haven't been here and I'm not going to make a clientele and then bounce because I, you know, am pregnant and, you know, have to have maternity leave. So I just went back to what I, what my roots were and just waitressed and I did that. And then right after I had Lacey, my daughter, um, five weeks later, I was like, I need to do hair. I need to get back into this. You know, I haven't really done hair since I've been out of school. Um, I've kind of just been assisting everywhere. And so I was like, you know, the only place I can really think of that I can kind of get guaranteed clientele was cost cutters. So that was in 2015 and I started there. I was there for almost a year. I feel like I, it, I kind of sound like a job hopper and I definitely am because I just know <laughs> there's something better. <laughs> um, but so I was there for a little, like, I think it was like 11 months, like almost a year. And then I went to another salon and that's where I met Mish. Mm-hmm. And I was there for, you know, about 11 months again. <laughs> <laughs> but during during that time at that job, I wanted to quit. I was like, I was two weeks in. I was just like, you know, maybe I'm not meant to do hair. I think I'm just going to waitress and just, you know, live my life of shame and just be a quitter or just, you know, go open, you know, a taco and coffee food truck because, I mean, oh my God, we that's literally, like the best comment. We literally have that. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a Ta- second. That was like yeah, an actual legit conversation. It it was like we were looking for like you know refrigerated trucks. Like we were, it was gonna happen because we just really thought we weren't meant to be in this industry at all. Yeah. But did you just hear my dog like you barking? Know, yeah. Oh my God. It's all right. It's fine. I just had someone. I just had someone <laughs> ring the doorbell. That's why. So now he's freaking out. Real life. Awesome. Real life. Yeah, you know whatever. We'll roll with it. So um, exactly. But yeah, like, I feel like, you know, after that, it kind of just everything went uphill and it was great. But, you know, that's kind of how I kind of got into everything. Cool. So my first job was as a receptionist. 
and it was like a really super small salon so there wasn't a lot of people there there was like five chairs and like two stylists who were like kind of older women and they were really really cool but it was just not like a super busy place it was kind of off the beaten path but it was in a town that I really wanted to work in because it was like a little bit more higher end which I ended up finding out that isn't always a good thing (laughs) (laughs) but um but it was it just wasn't busy there and I, I needed to be I like feed off other people's energy a lot. So um, I needed to be in a busier place. So then I ended up getting a job. That's the one that I met you. Yes. I was there for almost, I think I was there for like almost seven years when you showed up. Right. um, uh, Yeah. So it was cool. I, I assisted when I first started there, I assisted and I ended up learning a lot about color, which was really cool because I felt like in school, it wasn't like the best education on formulation and stuff like that. So it was kind of one of those things where I feel like they didn't want us to waste color. So they would like mix it up for us and be like, there you oh go. Oh my put God. This on. Yes. I, oh God. It so was like that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but like, why? <laughs> Cause I'm like a why person. <laughs> I need to right. know like, why am I doing each thing? Cause that's just how I learned. And I learned by asking questions and it, it was just, exactly. You know, yeah. But I learned a lot about color um, because I, I ended up working with Aveda color because you know, that's what we used. And um, Aveda Color was really cool for me because it was – Aveda Color is, like, all in N series. And there's no other series in the whole line, but there are um, additives. So you can add all your own color. So literally had to break it all the way back down to, like, color theory, learn how to add your own color to get what you want. And so I learned a lot, a lot, a lot by doing that and assisting. And then shortly after, um, one of the girls who was working there had a baby – and I inherited like a ton of her clients and started just right off the bat being really busy. So it was a short-lived uh, assisting position, but it was really cool. Um, I actually really liked Aveda Color too. Right? Yeah. Me too. No, it was fun. You can make whatever you want. And it was it's yeah. really cool. It just made you think every single person. Right. Like definitely. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to do like this. It was like definitely right. a lot of um, color wheel stuff, which was cool. Oh, for sure. And then I met Meg, and um, it was really funny because when <laughs> when Meg started working there, um, none of the other people that worked there. Well, there was only me and her, and the and, owner, and then the receptionist, and the receptionist, right? So I was like one of the only stylists. So Meg shows up, and nobody told me <laughs> that she had even hired another person. So she shows up and I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> like, do you work here I feel now? Like we didn't, I feel like we didn't talk for like two weeks and then like randomly, like I was eating lunch in the break room and you were eating lunch outside on the like um, bench. The picnic table. table. The picnic table. Yeah. And you were like, do you want to eat outside with me? And I was like, oh, uh, okay. And that's and when you're we like, took let's our take first a selfie. Se- yeah. You're like, let's take a selfie. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then we were friends. And then we were just, like, instant friends after that. I was like, okay. We just needed that initial, like, awkward encounter. And then after that, it was, like, smooth sailing. Like, all right, we already talked. So now, you know, that opened the doors for us to talk more. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were, like, plotting our escape by not even really 
going to do hair. Like, we were just plotting our escape to do Oh, so that anything. comes back to Kako. Kako. <laughs> so, Kako was this um, food truck that me and Meg thought up. And it was um, uh, coffee and tacos. And that's how we got Kako. And we were like, you know, we love We were coffee. on a big Taco Bell kick. Yeah, we love tacos. We love coffee. <laughs> so, we were just like, Duncan and Taco Bell. And we were like, okay. Right, and, let's just make that into, like, a drivable truck and yeah. and sell this. Like, who wouldn't want that? Yeah, so we were um, – it wasn't I – I hate talking negative, but um, just a little bit about why – what happened, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like – I feel like there was, like, the good and the bad, which is, like, I feel like in a lot of situations. Yes. Um, And just the bad kind of outweighed the good. It was kind of, like, unpredictable every single day kind of what – sort of vibe was going to be in the salon right. and that was hard that was hard to match absolutely and um I mean obviously the good that came out of it was like our education for sure and um meeting each other which was awesome so I feel like yes. you know, I was there for a reason I definitely feel like there was some like there was a weird reasoning because like I was leaving cost cutters and I went to apply at this other job and I went there and my model never showed up so I never got to interview. So um, after that, like, I mean, she was like, oh, we can reschedule. But that day I was just like so angry and like embarrassed a little bit that right. I was looking online for like hair jobs. And that's where I found where we were, where you were. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let me go interview here. Like it looks promising. And I went there and I was like, I'm going to take this job over the other one. I'm not even going to go back to interview at that place. Yeah. And it's just crazy, like, why the universe made me do that. Yeah, honestly, the way I got that job was kind of, like, random. I just literally submitted my resume, and I didn't even write a cover letter, and I just submitted my resume to, like, a bunch of places. And that place just happened to, like, call me and interview me, and it was, yeah, it was kind of weird. But I was there for, um, like, seven years. Like maybe even yeah. actually, I, I think can't longer believe how that. you were there that long. I couldn't last the eleven months I was there. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, one of the the biggest things I think for me was I um I'm not a type A. I'm a type B personality, and um it was a very very like strict uh yes salon for that we worked sure. at. For and sure. And I could not handle the rules anymore. No. I feel like we don't like rules. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> That's super yeah, no, true. We don't. But it was we like so don't. intense. And it was just, it was like, it was very, it was intense. to the point where like I just felt like I couldn't do anything right anymore. No. Um, like you couldn't smile right. You couldn't look right. You couldn't walk yeah, right. Yeah, nothing I did was right. It was, it no. was hard. Except for hair. Cause I was, you know, everything yes. was great on that end. But, um, but even then you'd still get the like eye glare from the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And be like, oh man, the nerves. Right. So, um, unfortunately, um, and I don't want to say anything, um, about, you know, anyone else, but Meg and I were in a non-compete agreement. So we should probably talk about that really quick, just because I know a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, for sure. No, I've gotten definitely. DMs and all these people telling me about being in non-competes and what, and what, oh, and they're scary. Yeah. They're super scary. Yeah. They, you don't, I feel like you don't really know what you're signing on when you do it. Oh no, um, I was like 21. I was like, yeah, I'll do anything. Oh, same. Yeah. I was, I was 21 too. And at that point I was like, I just need a freaking job. Like, right. 
I don't care. I'm like, I'll probably like it here. I'm not going to go anywhere. Right. And even if I do, what's 25 miles? Only half the country. Yeah, exactly. No big deal. Yeah. It was it was a pretty um, hefty. It was a 25 mile in for a year or something like that. For f- until a year after. Yeah. So it's like even if we did that 25 mile away, it'd be like a 50 to an hour drive for yeah. if we wanted to go to a new place. Yeah, for sure. And that so- was scary in itself. Yeah, and like, and I feel like people are gonna ask us how we got out of it, and we really didn't. We just asked. We didn't. We were just we like, just, yeah. I, I mean, I remember I was just like, hey, I have this opportunity. You know, it's really important to me. I really want to take it, and it was kind of like, okay, fine, right? And no, I was like, for, okay, yeah. that's verbal confirmation. I'm gonna hit the road. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, at that point, it's kind of just like at any. I feel like at any salon, like if your stylist does not want to be there. It should just be, like, an easy break. Like, okay, I'd rather you be happy somewhere else then, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, like, we got out of it by, you know, kind we of just, just kinda, asking. Yeah. yeah just kind of got permission. We're like, okay. Yeah. And um, we were like, it's funny uh, because we both ended up leaving and going to the same place, which was not even – I mean, that was cool, obviously. Was yeah, really cool. no, like, that. that was definitely, like, a – very like holy cow how did this happen moment right Um, that was crazy and I felt like that also um brought us like together like even more because we didn't I feel like we couldn't really talk that much when we were at our other place because of just the you know the vibe was very like super professional like when I'm when we're saying professional it's like we had to wear black we had to like we had a strict dress code like like, you couldn't sit down for more than five minutes. Yeah. You had to, like, you know. Unless you're, like, having your specific lunch time. Right. So, it was it was super strict. It wasn't, like, a laid-back vibe. And, um. Yeah. So, when we started working at the next place together, then we were, like, we, I got there first, and Meg came, like, a few weeks later, and, um, she took the station right next to me, and it was so awesome, because then we can, we were just kind of turned into, like you know, best friends, hair besties. Yes, hair besties. That was cool. Yeah, and like, you know, Kako ended up turning into rock and soul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the two, so I mean. The two things that we were, yeah, you know. It's it's pretty, pretty insane. Like, did you, did you like see yourself where you are now, like five years ago? Like, would you have Im- imagined how, like, life is now and all the obstacles, like, we've been through and, like, everything and everything that led us here now? Honestly, I feel like um, it's about to get deep right now. <laughs> here Please? come the tears. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> so Grab your I, tissues. I'm, yes. I am a huge believer in the law of attraction. And Same. <laughs> Meg knows. And, um, so I, um, probably about five years ago, maybe even six, I started really getting into like manifesting things and, and really like kind of being a little bit more like on that, like energy, spiritual level. And so I decided, I saw this really cool, um, oh, what was it? It was a YouTube video on like how to do a vision board. And I was like, okay, like, I don't like, I'm not the kind of person, like, I'm a very, like, aesthetically focused person. So I felt like, okay, I don't want to just glue a bunch of pictures from, like, magazines. I want specific images that, like, represent exactly what I want. Like, I want to be really specific with this. 
And so I found this app called um, La La Lab. And I, you're able to upload pictures and put them into like almost like an Instagram feed. It was like a grid. So it looked like almost art, but it was uh, a vision board, which is like really funny because so when you ask, like, did I picture my life? Yeah, I'm, I, tr- I made myself picture my life, how it was going to be. And so many of the things um, happened that are on my vision board, which is su- like super, super crazy. And like, I'll tell you like a few of them. Someday I'm going to post this vision board because I still have it. And I'm going to post a picture of it because it's so crazy. But so one of the things that I had posted was, um, and this is so random, but, but so one of the things I posted was it was a picture that I found on Instagram or some, or Pinterest or something. And it was somebody holding a pair of like Minnie Mouse ears. And then through the like band of the ears, you can see the, um, the castle at Disneyland. And um, I didn't know like at the time or whatever, but I, I ended up going to visit my friend a few years later and my vision board had been put away in the closet at that point, but it was still, it was still manifesting secretly in there. And, <laughs> and so thought. I, I visited her in Arizona and for my birthday and she goes, surprise, I'm taking you to Disneyland for your birthday. And I was like, what? That's crazy. Not even thinking of this. Right. Don't even remember. And then, so we're at Disneyland fast forward to my birthday. We're at Disneyland and we're having a great time. And we, you know, do all the things. And, and then we're like, in the stores and we're like we gotta get mickey mouse ears and so we're, we're, it takes us like legit like an hour and a half to decide what mickey mouse ears we we're gonna get oh my god because there's so there's many. so many you just went so you saw them right yeah yeah so i'm like oh i want the hat one and then like we were like no like we like literally it was like the biggest decision it was stupid so she ended up getting like <laughs> these like pink ones with this big like silk bow and i ended up getting the Minnie Mouse ears that are black and they have sequins all over them with a red bow. So I get those, whatever. So fast forward again to when I like kind of pulled my vision board back out and I kind of found it in the closet. I was like, I'm going to hang this back up. I still want this. Like there's some stuff on here that I still want. I see the picture of the girl holding the Minnie Mouse ears, the exact Minnie Mouse ears that I bought yes. without even realizing it. And I got, I like, man, if I even manifested the, the freaking ears. Okay. So that was on there, and I thought that was really cool that it was, like, so exact. And then um, one of the things was, like, getting married and finding, you know, the person who I was supposed to be with. It was just a picture of somebody that had a ring on their finger. <laughs> and, and then um, one of the other things, which is really something, you know, funny to me was, because now to have it, was um, – a picture of Larissa Love and Larissa Love was like a huge inspiration to me because she was one of the first people who I like kind of saw that had her own like studio and was like killing it and she was like kind of my style and I was like wow like this girl's like really like living what I want to do so I had two pictures one picture was of her studio and it was a picture that she posted and it said do what you love and then it was like a what do you call it like a neon sign that was in her studio and another one was her like hands on her hips like kind of just like bomb like right in front of her studio and now I have my studio so that's kind of cool yeah no for sure I actually did visualize my life what I wanted it to be like and 
I feel like that's so important to do though, because I feel like everybody needs goals. You, I mean, you don't need a timeline, but like you definitely need to have that vision and, and keep it. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and just working towards that and always trusting that those things are going to be yours. And I think that's like the biggest thing I could ever say is just trust that that's, you're getting it and that's what you're going to get. Like if you, if you have that feeling in your gut that you need to do this, there's a reason. For sure. What about you? Um, I definitely don't have an in-depth one like you did, but, (laughs) well, I'm sorry, (laughs) um, (laughs) but I do have like a, I wrote, I said like, I don't even know. I want to say it was maybe five, six years ago. I don't know where I wrote it. If it was on Instagram, if I wrote it on. No, Twitter you said. Oh, Twitter, Twitter. When you were Um, tweeting. When I was a tweeter back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I wrote that I'm going to be a blonde specialist in five years. And, you know, that's, that was my goal. I actually hated highlighting. I hated bleach. I hated all that in cosmetology school. I would always be like, don't give me those clients. I don't want to do them. I hated it too. Like, oh, it was so bad. Yeah. It was was so um, nerve wracking. It, it was scary. Like bleach is scary to work with, especially in cosmetology school. Like you're, yeah. you're like, n- they, they give you all the scare tactics of like, don't burn them. And then don't let so it, you know, come out too. of the foil. Oh my God. You're so you're slow. So Everything slow. Just you like... have to like wipe out all your foils in the back before you even did the front. Oh my God. I know it was, it was rough. And like, so I, you know, didn't really like doing that. On my chest, I have uh, surrender your weakness. And the reason I have that is because, you know, your weakness is actually your strength. And once you, you know, recognize that and work towards it, it's like, it's powerful. It's literally like, I was like, I need to do this and get over my fear and get over everything because I think this is what I'm meant to do. That's really cool. And, you know, I always thought that I wanted like a salon. I never knew when. But, like, when I was in cosmetology school, I told myself I wanted a salon and, you know, throwback to songs of, you know, the 90s. Um, and I wanted to call it No Scrubs. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it. That is amazing. Why did you not say that before when we were trying to find a oh name? Oh, my God. Because it's kind of assholeish. No, it totally is. But it's funny. It's really funny. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, and just play that song, No Scrubs, the whole, like, just at all the time, just on repeat. Wait, when you were in school, <laughs> did you have to do that thing where, you, like, you created a salon and it was, like, a group project and you had to name it and come up with, like, all the stuff to do? Um, no, but that would be awesome. Mm. I don't know why they didn't. I was more in like a, uh, very strict school. Oh yeah. So guess what yes. my name of my salon was going to be? What was it? Cupcake salon. <laughs> <laughs> and like every client who came in got a cupcake. Um, I mean, with their service. can we, can we steal that idea? Because I mean, I definitely <laughs> want a cupcake <laughs> every time I walk into oh, work. God, it's so embarrassing. Like thinking like, like what <laughs> I was obsessed with cupcakes for like a Didn't long time Didn't you have time. a cupcake tattooed on you yeah I do <laughs> it's oh so hidden God. though like no one like ever sees it it's yeah like... but can you can you tell them what it says on it <laughs> <laughs> it says um it, so it's a cupcake and it ha- it's a cupcake <laughs> that's like stamped on like a, a like a missile or like a bomb and it says sweet revenge <laughs> 
love that. Oh my god. And it's like we all go through our phases. Oh my god. But it was like a tattoo and I got it when I was like 20. I feel I feel like you can never cover that up though. Like no. that's such a that's such a good like it's so it takes you back those memories, it's you know. Cra- yeah, it was pretty crazy. But yeah, that is funny. amazing. Um oh my god. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But that was like um Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I don't have any more questions for you. Do you have any more questions for me? No, I feel like that was a lot. I feel like we covered. I feel like we covered a lot. I feel that's like how, you know yeah, everyone can got. get to know us a little bit. Yeah, that's how we got into the industry, and and I feel like that covers it's everything kind of our up story until t- now. So exactly, it's kind of our story up until right now, like a little bit. Yeah, of every every era. <laughs> Exactly. No, for sure. And um, I know that a lot of people want to hear about how, you know, we went out on our own and how we did a lot of stuff and how we started educating. And that's definitely going to come. Um, yes. In the next. But we just kind of wanted to give a little background story about us so you can kind of understand where we came from and kind of how we got here and why we're so driven and why we are the people we are today. Yep, for sure. So, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. We appreciate you. And thank you so much for your support. And this is awesome that this is our first podcast. And, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved it and if you want to hear more, please, please, please like and subscribe to this podcast. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review is always a plus because it'll get us um, out there to a little bit bigger of an audience. And um, we, we, we love you and we appreciate you. We definitely do. Thanks, guys. We will thank you. you We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.